Hi, and welcome to Conversations to Connect. I'm Fenella Hawksley, and this podcast is brought to you in collaboration with the Campaign to End Loneliness. Social isolation and loneliness are widespread and can have a huge impact on health, happiness, and overall well-being. All people of all ages need connections that matter, and on this podcast, we will be hosting conversations to share insights, knowledge, and research to inspire change and to help people feel more connected. On today's episode, I'm here with Simon Jarvis, who is Operations Executive at Beam. Founded by Alex Stephanie in 2017, Beam uses the power of people and technology to support people experiencing homelessness. While homelessness is such an isolating and lonely experience, Beam uses community and people to empower its members. Hi, Simon. Thank you so much for joining me. Good afternoon. It's good to be here. Thanks for having us. How are you? Very well. Very well. How are you? I'm good. Good. So I wondered if you could talk a bit about when did you first start working at Beam? Yeah, sure. So I started working at Beam just over a year ago now. So I joined in uh, September last year. And just before I started working at Beam, I completed a social innovation program. And during this time, I worked at a drop-in center for individuals impacted by homelessness. I did that for around six months. And, and that was a very powerful experience for me, and I became really drawn to working for a company that was trying to tackle this very complex social issue in an innovative and sustainable way. And around about then was when Beam came, came onto my radar. Not only was I really interested in and believed in their approach, but I was also really drawn to the culture here. So what is it that you do at Beam? Yeah, so my, my job title is called uh, Operations Executive, and I work on the housing side of the business. Essentially, I'm working directly on the front line to support our members into suitable and affordable private rented housing. This involves working very closely with our members to understand their housing needs, whilst also communicating and building relationships with landlords and agents in order to secure them private rented properties. So could you explain a bit about Beam for people who've never heard of it before? Who set it up and what, what is the story behind behind the company? Yeah, so six years ago, Beam's founder, Alex Stephanie, got to know a homeless man at his local tube station. Alex would buy him cups of coffee and pairs of thermal socks when it was getting cold. But at one point, this man disappeared for weeks on end. And when he reappeared, he looked years older. He told Alex he had a heart attack and had just come out of hospital. Despite Alex's well-meaning gestures, this man was in a worse position than ever. So Alex began to ask himself, what would it take to make a lasting difference to this man's life? He had never had a job and he was also illiterate. For Alex... The answer lay in empowering him with the skills and training needed to sustainably support himself. Of course, that would cost far more than just coffees and socks. But what if everyone chipped in? That's when the idea of crowdfunding employment training for homeless people was born and being launched in October 2017. So specifically, Beam uses crowdfunding to provide 
training, housing and support for people experiencing homelessness. Exactly. So we have our own crowdfunding platform on our own website. And that's where we share the stories of the members we work with. Typically, they're trying to get into a job or into a home. And we use those campaigns to crowdfund necessary um, financial barriers. So on the job side, that would look like things like training, work clothes, um, or even childcare costs. And on the housing side, it will be things like your first month's rent, housing deposit, your moving van or furniture vouchers. So we raise those funds to support these individuals into jobs and homes. How do you choose the members to benefit from these campaigns? So homeless people are referred to being by our network of government and charity partners across the UK, assuming they are ready and willing to start work or move into a property with BEAM, we will then assign them a caseworker who will help them set up a fundraising campaign to get them into a job or a home. It's also worth noting that there's no typical profile of someone using Mm -hmm. BEAM and that homelessness is a really complex issue that affects a wide range of people. At BEAM, we support everyone from single mothers and domestic abuse victims um, to veterans, care leavers and prison leavers. And while rough sleeping is clearly the most visible form of homelessness, there are hundreds or thousands more people who are homeless but hidden. So these people will typically be living in some form of temporary accommodation, whether that's homeless shelter or sofa surfing or women's refuge, this actually represents the largest group of people that we support. Yeah, I saw in Alex's TED talk that he said for every one person that you see sleeping rough, there's 20 people in a shelter. And I wonder if that number has increased because I know that homelessness is kind of increasing at the moment in the UK. It's certainly on the rise and I think there is huge strain on temporary accommodation, we're very aware that the government are under massive strain with housing all sorts of different individuals into into temporary accommodation at the moment. In terms of homelessness in general, as we've said, it's a growing problem in the UK mm. and it can be such an isolating experience. So how do you see loneliness and social isolation affecting homeless people? I think for homeless people, the impact of loneliness and social isolation can be profound and we see it in a number of different ways at BEAM. For example, the people BEAM supports have been out of work for an average of five and a half years. Having a job, having a daily routine can be really important for our mental health. Without having that sense of purpose and belonging that a job, a job can provide, Um, which so many homeless people we support don't have when they refer to us, we see a lot of them really struggling with feeling lonely and isolated. And this can lead to symptoms such as stress, depression, and low self-esteem, which in turn can impact their self-belief in securing a new job or a new home. Um, Our jobs team at BEAM are really focused on helping people rebuild their confidence so they can start to believe in themselves again and recognise their potential. Another thing to mention is that a lot of people become homeless because of relationship breakdowns or domestic abuse, which can, of course, be incredibly 
traumatic and isolating experiences. In these cases, people often end up moving around a lot. They might find themselves on a friend's sofa, staying in night shelters or women's refuges. We work with a lot of single mums who get placed in temporary accommodation in an area they don't have any ties or connections with, away from support networks, away from their children's school, their children's friends. I recently worked with a woman called Klajana, who was sadly in an abusive relationship for a number of years. Earlier this year, she escaped this relationship with her younger daughter and ended up being housed in a refuge for a number of months, miles away from any of her friends and family. I remember when I first met Klajana, she was telling me how incredibly difficult this was for her and how much of a strain it put on her mental health, whilst also feeling a huge responsibility to be providing an environment for her daughter where she was able to kind of make connections with others and build friendships. It's, it's quite hard to imagine how isolating and lonely it must feel to be removed from your community and support network. And sadly, Klajana it is just one example of so many other domestic abuse survivors who have had really similar isolating experiences, but really happy that with, with Beam support, Klajana is, is now living in a lovely two-bed with her daughter, much nearer to her friends and family. And I think ultimately, by empowering people to find great jobs and move into homes of their own, I think we can massively improve their well-being and reduce those feelings of isolation and loneliness that unfortunately so often accompany homelessness. I think I, it, was in, it was in Alex's TED Talk where he said that many of us could experience homelessness, but we're lucky. People mm. who have... What did he say? He said um, scaffolding, mm. like friends and family that you can stay with if something goes wrong. Yeah. And the people who may be experiencing loneliness don't have mm. that same support network. Yeah. Yeah, I think that what Beam does in terms of using the community is mm. almost creating that scaffolding for them. Absolutely. I think a, a big part of what we're trying to do at Beam is create a community, create a support network which unfortunately some of the individuals that we're working with at some point in their lives had lost. Could you explain a bit about how Beam mm. actually works and how it uses, for example, how a traditional campaign would work? So Beam's technology allows anyone to connect with and fund a homeless person's future. We're bringing the public closer to the people they're helping through our online community allowing them to send messages of encouragement whilst also getting emails and hearing directly from the people they've supported. So you would go on Beam's website, you have the opportunity to read through the stories of the people that we're supporting. And from that website, you're able to support them with donations. And I think that's a really impo important part of Beam. I often look through my emails and realise how much of it is often very aimless marketing <laughs> that doesn't give me or provide much fulfillment in my life. It's so often spam email or something very transactional, rarely something that puts a smile onto my face. So I think for our supporters to be receiving email updates about how their donation has literally just changed someone's life, I think that level of transparency and connection 
is is totally unique within the homelessness space. I think it's special and it's utilizing the amazing potential and power of technology to create some much needed good in this world. Definitely. So so the way it works is each person is a campaign and then you showcase the story of each person that Beam is supporting and then people can donate money and leave messages of support. And then did you say they get updates on how that person is doing and how their life has been positively impacted? Exactly. So each individual have their own campaign Mm -hmm. and have their own opportunity to share their story in their own words. And we think that's a really important part to empower them to speak, obviously choose what they want to include in that story. And yes, they will create their campaign, their supporters will donate towards campaigns. Supporters are able to send messages Mm -hmm. of encouragement and support, which will go directly to the beneficiary. And the people that we're supporting are able to send messages back to their supporters. So there's that real connection that I think really sets us apart to anything else in this space. Definitely. I I didn't know that they could send back messages. Mm. Wow. So I read on your website that once a member has successfully started a job or completed a campaign, they are then able to go on and support new members. Could you explain a bit to me about how this works? Because I think that sounds like a really amazing initiative. Yeah, that's exactly right. So anyone who's had their campaign funded and started a job with Beam has the opportunity, has the choice of donating a small amount of money every month back towards campaigns that are still going. There's no obligation to do that. It's totally up to them. But when they do do that, obviously, it's a really lovely thing to see. And it's really an opportunity for them to give back to the service and other people who are coming through it who obviously need their help as well. I wonder if you could talk a bit about someone that you've met whose life has been positively impacted by the support and community funding from Beam? Sure. So one that really stands out for me is is a gentleman called Ian, who we supported into housing a few months ago. Ian was born deaf, which brought many challenges to his life. And last year, Ian was diagnosed with cancer. Whilst having to deal with all of these struggles, he was living in a property that was in a really bad state. It was full of bed bugs and mould. And when I was introduced to Ian a few months ago, as you can imagine, he was in a really difficult place. But we worked really closely with Ian, and within just three weeks, we managed to support him into a really nice one bed with empathetic and understanding landlords. His campaign funded his first month's rent, deposit, his moving van and furniture vouchers so he was able to make his new place feel like home. And since then, Ian's health has dramatically improved and I'm very happy to report that he is now cancer-free. He has a new job working as a deaf interpreter and he's incredibly excited, hopeful and positive about the future. The reason I'm getting my phone out is not to be rude but just to show you, he, he recently sent me a before and after picture of when he moved in to his new property to when he was in his previous property. And yeah, I wish your listeners could see, but as you can, I'm sure you agree, the transformation is is incredible. 
I think, you know, in the first photo, there's no doubt he looks sad, unwell. You know, I guess life wasn't treating him very well. And then the second photo, he... Yeah, it's colour in his face. He's got hope in his eyes, a beaming smile. And, I, you know, I think that photo or photos say it all, really. Moving into a stable, secure home with good living conditions literally changed Ian's life. So does Beam have partnerships with training programmes, workplaces to provide the support for the members? Or how does that work? So we do have some contracts with some employers Mm -hmm. where our members are able to do interviews and get training through those employers so to get positions at those companies Mm -hmm. i know it's something that the company is trying to develop at the moment apart from that if a particular member is interested in a particular career what the jobs team will be really focused on is trying to empower them to go out and look for jobs so that'll be everything from working on their cv to kind of direct interview training so trying to get them in a position where they feel that they're confident to go and nail an interview and they'll have a one-to-one caseworker who'll just be kind of guiding them through that process helping them find vacant positions online helping them complete the applications so we'll kind of guide them through Mm -hmm. the whole process so on beam's website you help people experiencing homelessness and refugees Mm. Could you give me an example of of someone you've you've helped in that circumstance? Yeah. So what one person using Beam service at the moment is a 24-year-old woman called Violetta. Violetta evacuated Ukraine in June this year after it was no longer safe for her to stay. Like many other refugees we're supporting, she had to leave everything behind including her job, her home, her friends and her family. Despite the unimaginable trauma of leaving so much behind, she is also facing the massive challenges of having to move to a new country, getting used to a new language and unfamiliar culture, all without the support network around her that she would have had back in Ukraine. I think of being where we're trying to create that support network that I've spoken to already, for people like Violetta through our crowdfunding platform. And each person is supported by around 50 kind strangers who will donate and send those messages of encouragement. Right now, Violetta is fundraising £2,500 on Beam for a web development course so she can move into the tech industry, but also pay for other financial barriers such as laptop, travel costs and workloads all of which can be massive financial blockers for people trying to get into work. I was touched by a comment she recently shared. Since working with Beam, I have a new sense of hope that everything is going to be all right. I think giving people hope is at the very core of what we're trying to do at Beam um, and one of the most important things that we can give people because without hope, I think the world can become a very dark place. And I think what's so powerful about that is that arriving as a refugee in in any country, you're going to be so scared and feel so alone. So it's such a lonely, like isolating experience. Like you said, you don't have your family, Mm. you don't have your support network, you may not even have your language. Mm. So having 
like a network of people, like you said, that up to 50 people can donate towards a campaign. Or more. That, well, that's kind wow. of on, on average. So yeah. then you know that there's 50 people who kind of mm. have your back in a way and are Absolutely. sort of rooting for you. I've read some of the comments. They're so powerful. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So, wow. <laughs> so um, could you tell me what the next steps are for Beam and for the members that you are supporting? We recently hit a major milestone of supporting 1,000 homeless people into jobs and into homes. And we have big ambitions to grow that number and support thousands more people across the UK who are facing homelessness. We've recently launched a new service for refugees, including those coming over from Ukraine and Afghanistan who really need support in building their lives here in the UK. And as we grow, we also um, aim to hope, hope to support many other disadvantaged groups from prison leavers to people with disabilities, all of whom often face employment and housing barriers. And finally, we've had a lot of requests to take Beam overseas. I've been to New York quite a few times and seen and witnessed firsthand the, the huge homelessness problem that they have there. The problem in San Francisco is well known as well. So no doubt cities like that would, would massively benefit from Beam's model. And yeah, we're actually currently looking for someone to help grow Beam outside the UK. Yeah, because I saw that anyone anywhere in the world can contribute towards someone's campaign. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So I guess it can just expand worldwide. And this is such a huge problem mm. globally. Absolutely. Absolutely. For people who want to get involved with Beam, having heard you speak about it and the incredible campaigns that you guys are running, what would you recommend? Yeah, so you can visit beam.org and read um, the inspiring and powerful stories of the people we're supporting at Beam. With Christmas approaching, this can be a really difficult time for people impacted by homelessness. Feelings of isolation and loneliness can definitely be heightened if you're away from friends and family. So if you are able to donate, that would be amazing. Please just visit beam.org and 100% of your donation will go directly to our members. Just an extra question. I was wondering, have you any examples of someone who has said what the support, not just the financial support, but those words of encouragement, how that has really impacted their life? Yeah, so I, th I think it, I'll pin one example, but I think most of our members really speak to that feeling of support that the messages provide them, particularly when you've potentially lost a bit of confidence in your life. Maybe your self-esteem might be a little bit low. To be able to have a powerful group of people providing you notes of encouragement and support really, really builds people's confidence. And I think a lot of people take a lot of hope from that. There was a gentleman called Philmon who recently had a campaign and he spoke about how the message of support suddenly gave him a lot more belief in himself. Wow. There's a group of people rooting for you and that want you to succeed and to just receive that on your phone on a daily basis whilst you're going through the process of finding a job or finding a home, which can often be really difficult and stressful process for anyone. To have those notes of encouragement, I think, can make all the difference. Wow, thank you. 
on this podcast we have a closing tradition mm -hmm. basically there are two questions that we ask everyone the first question is when did you last feel lonely i feel very fortunate to have in my life an amazing support network of friends family colleagues all around me who who play a really important part in my life however in the past i did feel quite unsure and confused about where i was going with my career i didn't really know what i wanted to do or where i was going to find that sense of purpose and meaning in my work life so yeah i think that that experience definitely brought up feelings of of isolation mm -hmm. And what advice would you give to someone to help them feel more connected if they're feeling lost and isolated? So I think to answer this question, just going back on what I just said, like when, when I had that experience, what I was really longing for was a sense of purpose in my work life. And I was very, I feel very fortunate and grateful to have found that within, within the Beam community. So I think my biggest piece of advice is finding and being part of a community, whether that's a football team, a choir, a local community group, a tech startup, whatever you're drawn to, whatever community means to you, try and find this group, step into it, participate, and I think it will provide an important source of social connection. So, uh, yeah, I, th I think, to me, this can be a really effective antidote to loneliness and hopefully an essential ingredient to enjoying a more fulfilling life. Thank you so much, Simon. Pleasure. Thanks so much.